Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome back into the Savage Situation podcast. It's your host here, Adam Savage. Good to have you guys here. And we've had such an amazing couple of seasons. We're back with a third season. Now I have a co-host every week, Ian Chambers. And we've got so much coming your way. And we have guests coming on. We're talking about the gaming world as well as, you know, things like online, lifestyle, sport as well. So it kind of encapsulates kind of everything that we like. And we hope you guys enjoy it as well. Now, one thing that's really going to help grow the show and expand to a bigger audience and broaden its horizons is if you guys do leave a review. It's really important to subscribe and follow to make sure you never miss an episode but reviews are so key to getting us as high up the charts as humanly possible so that everyone can hear our brilliant podcast that you guys obviously a massive part of as well i do make sure to leave a five star review if you can that'd be amazing with a comment as well and hopefully it'll boost our show to outer space and beyond enjoy this new episode it's a banger if i do say so myself i would say that though but genuinely enjoy Hello there and welcome back into the Savage Situation podcast. He's made it back from Denmark. He's back in the show. Ian Chambers, Last week's was... Hey, look, listen, I know that you're delighted I'm back, but last week was still a banger of a show, bro. You Thank didn't you, need me. Thank you, mate. I... Uh... I did need you. I have a I have a small picture of you actually beside my desk. Um, <laughs> when you weren't looking, I took it of you. Um, oh, yeah. You were trouserless. A bit weird, but still, Faye's Good cool times. with it. So we're just. How did you get that? I only sent that to my ex. How did you get that? Well, I have fingers in many pies. <laughs> Mate, it's good to have you back here. Obviously, uh, you had an amazing time away in Denmark and working yeah. on uh, on Blast on Valorant. I mean, how was the experience? I mean, a isn't Copenhagen a six little number? It's a six city, man. Bro, I'll tell you what. Copenhagen to me is be, it's almost like an idyllic place to one day potentially live. Um, I know it's extraordinarily expensive, but um, you know their lifestyle out there is it's so clean. It's very friendly. It's very efficient. Everybody's riding around on on cycles, and you know you've got they love a bike. The, they love all a the bike. bicycle lanes. It's oh, it's it's amazing. And I was out there just rocking and rolling, loving every second. <laughs> um, and the food, the food, man. Oh, don't even get me started. But what I can say is, if you've never been to Copenhagen before, I can really uh, yeah. suggest going there and recommend it, endorse it, and all that. But Valorant Spike Nations, blast! I know you've got some experience working with that team. Yeah, what man. an amazing team of people, right? Literally, I walked through their new warehouse where they've got the studio, mm-hmm. and they'd, they'd, they've got a table tennis table, and all of the team are just playing, and it's the perfect way to break ice. I don't know you listening, maybe whatever kind of job you've got, when you've got your first day on the job, it's always a little bit nerve wracking, isn't it? When you, you walk into the room, there's all these people looking at you, and it's like, oh, there's the new guy, and it's like. Can I just can I just pick up a pad and play some table tennis? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, um, and that awesome. was awesome. And the the event itself was you know it was for charity. That's what's so cool about um, my favorite kind of events are when there's money up for grabs. The players are taking it seriously, but they've also they're also having a lot of fun amongst themselves and they're playing for big money. There was like sixty thousand euros 
up for grabs, put up by um, Riot. Um, Eastern Europe won it. They took they took the majority of the share to their amazing My charity. My Polish brothers and sisters. Yes, yeah, I mean, we that's won. A very, a very impressive. <laughs> it was um, it was just it was just awesome. I, I hope I get to work more with um, oh, with so Blast great. in the future because they're, they're sick, man. There, there are a few places in the world that I've been to that uh, I would deem like kind of like relatively expensive and Copenhagen is one of those I found Dublin crazy money like yeah, yeah, mad yeah. money in Dublin and um, this is coming from a man who lives in yeah, London I'm a Londoner so like, I, even yeah. I'm like well that's very expensive for a pint what everything's based on pint, <laughs> pints isn't it everything's Absolutely. based on pints um, beer not milk everything's based on beer prices everything's based on beer yeah and I can tell you now Sav right yeah. if, when you come up north and visit me by the way I'm going to move down to London soon but if you do get the chance to come up here and I get you a pint for two pound fifty. I want to see oh, the look on your face, on, mate. Chalk on. <laughs> I remember, you were back in the day that the rumor was because you know obviously um, the big one was Prague. Pints are a pound. That was the big know, rumor. Ridiculous. And everyone was like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, Prague is the place. Get yeah, you know, get pissed on a tenner. Brilliant." Yeah. Um, so uh, <laughs> everything well, it comes takes down ten to that. pints to get you pissed, is it? That's good going. Mate, I'm, 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 I'm going I'm, three. Bro. I'm, I'm yours in two. Yeah, just two. <laughs> What, a two pound coin I'm all yours like all night uh, but um, mate, you know, again. it's good to have you back now, the, the great thing is it, it's, all, it, it's, so, it's so great because it's, it's, we always find this show as well as a chance for you and I just to basically kick back and kind of like just catch up more yeah. than anything but like it's kind of cool because both of us working in this kind of gaming world this esports we're on a journey brother we're on a journey and we're kind of in these different and we, cause we, we kind of do do different games but you and I got a mail this week we won't go into details now we got a mail this week which could mean that you and I do work together on a show soon which is pretty sick that could be a I thing. did confirm I did oh, confirm so did just I. two days ago that I can do the date so yeah so this could be awkward if you get this and I don't, you know, like, it might cause, might cause a bit of friction between yeah. us on yeah. next week's episode, but that's what it's all about. No, I'm kidding. Um, that um, would, I would I, honestly, right. If that comes off. Yeah. Cause I might, I think if that, if it does come off, I'll be in Paris at the time. So I'll be set up in some sort of a, a hotel room or whatever. <laughs> I feel sorry for whoever the third broadcaster is in there because the love, the love between us is going to be too much. Swamped in, <laughs> in, Love hugs and virtual kisses. That's that, and, that, that, and that's that's on them. Yeah, that's that's the, that's what it takes. Maybe maybe the email from the team that's that's kind of hiring people has to kind of put like a kind of like a an email out just to say, just so you know, guys, Savinian on broadcast. Yeah. You know, get ready, bring a sandwich. Yeah. It's going to be a love fest. They're just going to talk about each other the entire. I mean, that, that happens. But hey, twenty twenty one. You know, you got you got you got to support each other. And we do. We do. And that's a message to everybody, right? <laughs> Just support one another. It's a beautiful thing. Do you know what, right? What, part of my trip to, um, to, to Copenhagen, something that happened was I went to go get my Switch to take it on the flight. Okay. Right? Yeah. And it was out of battery. And I'm thinking, where's my charger? I really need to leave. I'm out of time. So I just randomly out of nowhere decided to pick up my 3DS XL. Oh, my man. Legend of Zelda limited edition. And I haven't played my 3DS in what feels like years. Yeah. And since picking it up, can't put it down. I think, wow. and I just wanted to bring this up. I don't know if you haven't played the 3DS, but I, I genuinely believe it is the most underrated technology ever made in gaming history. Boom! Wow. That, I mean, that, A, that's a bold claim. B, um, is that the one with the, the screen at the top and the kind of touchpad at the bottom? Yeah, oh, but you, there's so like the, the 3D adjuster on the right. Let's not forget, this is 3D That's without right. glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like, remember. Oh, man. Yeah, that was... Come on, man. Do you know, I, I don't know what it was, but I remember, I, obviously, it, it, the technology is next level, but it must have been around the time that something else came out because it kind of got swamped or bypassed by other stuff. So maybe it was yeah. like the PS4 type. Maybe it was, it was when the PS3 or 4 came out or something or like a console. There was a lot over. of... There was a lot going on at the time. Yeah, yeah. And 
I know that not everybody could handle it, the 3D heat, because it made some people a little bit sick or whatever. And yeah. There's a, lots of complaints about if you rotated it in a certain angle, you couldn't experience the 3D, but... What's your what's your vibe on virtual reality in general? Like, you know, have you, have you tried like VR, kind of Oculus or um, Hive or anything? Like oh, no, Hive's... Isn't Hive a heating system for a house? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and I, I can't afford that. that, bro. I so we all know that. what lifestyle you're living. Yeah, but... You're out and about, you're on a run, Freaking and out. you just go on your Hive app and you say, can we set the temperature of my house to yeah. 22 degrees, please, when I arrive home what, and put my slippers on? What's alien isolation like 3D, Sav? I don't know, my face is on fire, though. What the frick's the hell's... Yeah. <laughs> Just to clarify, it's not a it's not a heater, the hive. It's, a, it's like a monitor to heat you at home. But I, I'm getting things confused here. I'm thinking of something beginning with the letter H, which is kind of a virtual head unit. But in which way, vir- virtual reality to me is is one of those things. I remember the very first time I had to go doing you know virtual reality like an experience, mm. and it was like a roller coaster ride. Real basic. Yeah. Like this is kind of like old school kind of like Oculus. You know, back in the day when it first kind of came out, dude. I did get nausea. Like I did, yeah. it, my stomach really went and I thought this doesn't feel right because the peripherals are so key you know like a VR helmet but having yeah. played like games like um, I mentioned we've, I think we mentioned in a previous podcast Beat Saber games like that you know that are now kind of like on the on the PSVR which is which to me was was a proper top-notch unit and you're, you know, beat, I mean, that for me is one of the best games out there. Kind of like this kind of rhythm game. You're kind of like bat on it. Like you're playing like a, like a virtual kind of like Jedi, like, like it's a dance music. It was just, oh, it's great. But um, yeah, do you like virtual reality? Is it a thing you're into? You know what? I put, I tr- the first time I tried was um, PSVR. It, I remember my brother got it and um, it, he, <laughs> he had real trouble because sometimes, right, I, I had a key to his, to his place and I'd just rock up and, and like go around and chill. And the amount of times I would walk in and he would be headset on, PSVR on, he's fully <laughs> immersed in this world. And I would be petrified to like tap him on the shoulder to say I was here. And every time I do it, it'd just be this eruption of panic and chaos. And he'd take it and say, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like just crazy. But I loved it. But the best thing I've ever done, I don't know if you've ever done these, but I saw one in Westfields in London and I went to go try and go in this week, but it was, uh, it was shut. But do you know those like, VR zombie experiences that you can do where you go in, they strap yeah. you in with like a gun and a headset and you, you walk around in like a, like a sphere that sort of rotates with your feet movement. Yeah. And you, you're like, that's, I don't know if you've ever done it, but that's the next level, bro. Because then yeah. you are literally in a world killing zombies. Yeah, they had, they had um, at Westwood, weirdly as well, because I live quite close to the Stratford one. They had, um, yeah. they had a Star Wars experience there that for a long time, that was kind of like, uh-huh. um, it was called like, like something of the empire or something or other. It was, and it was one of these things that it was like 30 pounds to have a go, but people yeah. were saying it was like one of the most immersive experiences they've ever had. Like you were kind of like, you're kind of almost like a, cause, cause in Disney world in the, in the U S now in like Florida, they've got like a, a whole, the, the star Wars kind of part of the park or maybe yeah. Disneyland, California, one, one of the two, you kind of go in and it's like a full on, like there are tons of real life actors in stormtrooper uniforms, whatever. But you, you, I think this thing was that you had like a, a, like a I guess virtual reality, but you had like a, a blaster in your hand. You felt genuinely like you were there and everyone was just right. like, it was such a, such a great, th- I mean, when something's created like that, obviously that's the Star Wars universe. We all know it as well, but I can imagine a game like Alien Isolation, for instance, where it's kind of like every, every sound, every movement is really kind of like key. Um, yeah. as well as like the Resi games. Like, I think a horror games, great. Experiences like flying and stuff, like, am I that bothered? Not really. I don't really no. care for that stuff. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not very good at... I think VR while sitting on a sofa in your living room, to me, just feels a bit pointless. I, I don't know what it is. I've, I've, I'd much rather just look at a TV screen and, and have all my peripherals moving around me as normal. So, like, if you know, if I want to go get a cup of tea or whatever, I don't have to take a, a, a jetpack off, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like... <laughs> There's there's that element of it, but I, I I am excited to see what 
the PlayStation Five brings when it, uh, the VR yeah. two when that comes out, I'm going to cop it. Like I'm, for some reason at the minute, I'm buying everything. Um, you bought anything? You bought, didn't you buy like an electric scooter? <laughs> I did. You are. But I can't, so <laughs> this is, imagine this. I love it. This is this is going to kill. This is going to kill you, right? You buy an electric scooter, and you cannot wait to get on that, right? <laughs> I just want to blitz down the River Humber, full speed. <laughs> Go get a coffee and then blitz back. That's all I want to do, right? Wear a helmet, of course. Yeah. Stay safe, kids. And make and... an oversized shirt, some really skinny jeans, and like some uh, some very white Nike Air Force ones. Just like just that's, that's just the sadly, gene. sadly, I'm 33 and you are exactly describing my look. <laughs> um, but that's you. the point. I feel <laughs> you, man. I'm there with <laughs> never, you. Never give it up, Sav. Never give it never up. Never giving up. We we move. We move. So I buy it and I, and I unbox it. I plug it in, and while it's charging. I go and play some five-a-side with my mates. And I'm thinking, as soon as I get home, because it's got a full beam headlight on it and everything, this this puppy, right? Wow. I'm thinking, I'm taking this for a ride. Of course, in the last few minutes of the game, cockle over, uh, damage my ligaments in my right foot, can barely walk. So it looks like that I've got to put my scooter on the shelf for at least two weeks, bro. <laughs> oh, and I've just got to walk by it all the time. Oh. It's just looking at me saying, ride me! Ride me now. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, because it sounds like Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo from South Park. Ride me now. Ride uh, me now. That sounded more like um, that geezer off uh, Family Guy. Oh, you know, what, who's the guy who talks like this? Oh, that's the old grandpa, isn't it? Like, is there yeah, the grandma? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. The one that whistles kind of like all the time. He's one thing that has cheered me up about my injury, though, is delivered. Uh, sorry, being delivered today. What's that? Is my. Nintendo Switch OLED. Ooh, hello, governor. Yeah. Come hello. on, then. Yeah, come you know, on. These, these are hard to get, Sunshine. Yeah, 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 they are. I mean, what was the... Do you just want a crisper display? Is that kind of like what, you, what you're after? So it shouldn't cost me... I shouldn't be out of pocket for it at all because I'm, I'm hoping that I'm going to put together a really nice OG Nintendo Switch package deal that I can sell on eBay. You know, throw a couple of games in there. It's going to be like the ultimate Switch bundle. And I, you know me, Sav, I look after my tech... Like it's my own child, so it's in mint condition. So I'm going to sell that, um, and then I'm going to open my OLED. So ultimately, it's bigger. And you know what? Uh, have you ever have you ever owned an OLED screen? I've not. Fr- friends of mine have, and I've always been kind of like, oh shoot, that looks pretty hype. Like I, I mean, I think it's the fact that I think OLED screens as well are are they wireless as well? Is that a thing? I think am I being being uh, mad? I think that's a thing. I, I think, think there so are OLED. Are. Yeah, there are there are versions that are. But what makes an OLED screen so impressive is like the colored range and the like the black lighting so yeah so like if you've got if, if black is on your screen it looks like your tv's off you know it's, it's that black it's not like that gray little black that you get on some tvs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like you know I'm, I'm aware for like three weeks starting this weekend so i'm really looking forward to just this big full-on next level nintendo and the thing is whenever nintendo put it anything out i buy it so i'm a sucker for nintendo man yeah where are you where are you going for three weeks what are you doing i'm in nottingham next week doing um some radio stuff all week and then mm. i'm in well do you know what i probably shouldn't say where i'm supposed to be next because i actually haven't signed the contract yet oh go on, go um, on. Give, give, give us give us a teaser like Spoiler alert! Don't, don't spoil anything, but like, give us like a little taste, like a clue. If the contract comes good, which it still might not, and if it doesn't, so be it. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be somewhere in Europe Ooh, hosting a video game thing. Well, thanks for the vaguest <laughs> clues ever. I'm going to be somewhere in the world around games. Yeah. Great, that sounds perfect. Um, wow. But I'll, I'll have an OLED in my hands. That's the main thing. What are you playing at the minute, Sav? Dude, I'm actually. Um, 
dude I'm, I, I recently has been i've been bad obviously like there, there's a lot coming up in the calendar this time this time of year for you uh for mm-hmm. you guys at home like i'm sure are aware anyway but this this now this kind of like lead up to christmas from like kind of mid-october onwards is the yeah. is the time for the gaming industry to start really ramping up um the you know the kind of release of games and getting things out ahead of the christmas period um yeah. <clears throat> i think this week a couple of big games came out. Actually, last week, Far Cry 6 came out. Have you had a chance to play any of that? I don't know if we touched on that at all, but I got really lucky to get a code from Ubisoft who were like, yo, check it out, man. I was like, all right, I'll play it. And as a fan of Far have you played Far Cry games? Yeah, I've played Far Cry 3, I think I played Okay, it. that was a good one. Um, yeah. Far Cry 6 is, to me, like... When it comes to games now as well, because another game came out this week is we're called Back for Blood. I'll get onto that in a second, which is which is a really yeah, kind of sick this, little yeah. kind of um, zombie kind of like uh, you know survival kind of game. But with 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 Far Cry Six, like don't get me wrong, like the 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 game like looks, feels, plays brilliantly. Like I've really, mm-hmm. I really, it's 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 vibrant. It's set in this kind of like um, I think it's in South America. I think it has a, a Cuban motif running through it, but it's like in the South America. Um, you've got this kind of dictator again, as all the Far Cry games. There's always someone who's an absolute lunatic who's trying to basically kill everyone, and and it's pretty savage. Like it's, there's a lot of like bloodshed, and it's a lot of um, uh, really horrible kind of like treating of people like yeah as you imagine a dictator would you know kind of like it's uh it's pretty bad uh the main guys if you ever saw breaking bad the guy um who plays the chicken shop owner guy um oh yeah, 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 he's, yeah. he's like the lead villain gus? Gus, is his name gus? Gus, gus, yes. gustav gustav fring that's his name in the show there you go so gus like so he's like the main guy and he i mean i mean again like he just looks exactly as he does in real life it's, the, the likeness is amazing on a ps5 but the problem for me is, is that it, it's come to a point now where I kind of feel like with Assassin's Creed games are the same. You've you've kind of done most of the different kind of eras and eras. Like they did a Far Cry Primal. Do you remember that? Going back to like Caveman era. Yeah, They've yeah, done all yeah. these different kind of, they're trying to, all these different ways now of trying to bring in like a new experience to gamers. But ultimately, it is the same kind of thing. It's not that different. Either. I just think franchises like that and Assassin's Creed just don't pack the legendary punch that other franchises that that live forever do so i'm talking about your halos your gears you know yeah um, yeah yeah. your mario cats whatever you want to call it (laughs) like you can give me you can give me additions of those levels of franchises for for the rest of time and i will never complain i will say give i'll take my money yeah but there's like that second tier isn't there where it's like i don't need any more of that like give me die hard you want to give me die hard films until i'm an old man do it as long as it's Bruce in there. You know, if you have to wheel him out one day, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you want to give me Fast and Furious forever, I don't want it. I've had enough. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I man, I haven't seen a Fast and Furious film since like Tokyo Drift. I haven't got on board with that train. I need to. I've, I've heard I've The heard... Rock got me in. The Rock brought me back because. By the way, have you seen The Rock's rap song? No. It does it does okay. it, ha, it comparable wise to Deeks? Am I looking at better or worse? I mean, everything The Rock does is better than anything I can possibly. I mean, do. he was he did he did bang out some serious Moana tracks. What yeah, this I is the thing. He said it's his rap debut. Okay, and then the pe- people are commenting saying, "Well, no, you rapped on the Moana." Like, so yeah, he definitely he's like, he's like, definitely okay, like, yeah, rapped. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. 
Does your kids love Moana? Oh, dude. Raph loves Moana. Raph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all over it, mate. I love it. I mean, Moana was a, a great lockdown film. We've now progressed yeah. forward since then. Um, but um, Now we watch his Die Hard, right? Yeah. We, do you know what? We actually, <laughs> mate, we had this crazy, we went, we went to a premiere this week, like a red carpet Woo! premiere. Oh, no, I saw, what do you mean? Why are you telling me this when I saw it <clears> all <throat> over the news, bro? Like, I already knew you were at the, pre- <laughs> the premiere. Do you know what's it? Because we, uh, yeah, very lucky. You know, rarely you get an opportunity to do this kind of stuff. And we were invited by, by, um, by uh, like Disney to come and like watch this film. Okay, all right. Walt is on you on speed yeah. dial you, for this. You know, you know what I mean? like, I've got connections now. in high places. Yeah, um, but no, we the, we um, we got invited by because it's a BFI film festival in London. They were like, oh, would you like to come along with the family? I was like, yeah, that would that'd be really lovely. Knowing full well that my kids would not last more than like ten minutes. And then we, yeah. I think we got to like thirty five minutes, and they were like done. But at the same time. Um, we got to have this kind of like a uh, red carpet because the thing is gaming and mainstream has never really connected that cohesively. Do you know what I mean? It's always yeah, like, yeah. you know, there's gaming over there, which is massive, but mainstream are like, mm, don't really understand that. So let's just churn out some other crap. And the thing is with, with, the gaming world, there are there are, they are trying to find ways to integrate it. And I remember I put the picture up of the four of us kind of like, you know, um, posted up and, a lot of people touch base like, dude, this is iconic, man. Like getting onto a red carpet as a gaming personality or person yeah, yeah, yeah. is pretty special in any way because they're suddenly seeing the value in video games. And it's like, mm-hmm. that is kind of awesome. And that's, I was like, that's really sweet. Thanks, man. That's really good. So that was very cool. Um, so I, awesome. I was really kind of like, uh, yeah, into that. But um, I think that, that that thing as well is, I, I mean, talking of like bringing, you know, the gaming coming back in, have you seen the announcement that Games Master is coming back? Have you seen this? What? The magazine? No, the, the TV show. Have we not seen this? Wasn't there a magazine called Games Master? Yeah, but the TV show was like the absolute goat back in the 90s. Ultimately, <gasps> oh, Games oh, okay. Master is coming back. And if you don't know what Games Master is, if you're kind of like a newer listener, I'm sure a lot of our older listeners will kind of remember this. But in the 90s, Games Master was the be-all and end-all of, of gaming on, t- on television. There was nothing else really on TV. There was movies, games, and videos, I think was on channel, like channel five. But this was like... Between like, like late nineties here, it, it was like it was kind of it was quirky, it was wacky, it was kind of like weird, it was just weird and wonderful, and it was a great kind of show that showcased kind of like usually parents versus their kids or that kind of thing, and you had like pros on there sometimes like playing on the Super Nintendo like Street Fighter Two Turbo these kind of things, but it was it was the street, it was the Super Nintendo and kind of street like um Mega Drive or Genesis era, yeah, yeah. So it was it was amazing. Dominic Diamond hosted it. It was it was out there. It was it was really fun. And Sir Patrick Moore, um, rest in peace, was games master. The the astrologer who was like wow this is the game you're doing this is the challenge it was yeah. amazing and they're bringing it back and friend of the show frankie ward who we shouted out last week on her podcast save your game is one of the hosts there's three hosts she's one of them um wow which is really cool but i have problems with this i have issues yeah because we should be on it is what you're saying yeah Oh yeah, we should be on it. Why the hell? That, that wasn't even the problem I was thinking. But that's the biggest problem. That's, that's a massive problem. I, I, you know what? What's wrong with you, television? I, I can't even talk about this because this should be me. This should be me and you doing this. The major issue is is that we, you're in this, um, you're in this kind of weird lull that with with Games Master because it's a show that has so much um, love for, from the fans of old, and you're bringing the show back. But the show's coming back for three episodes. They're all sixty minutes long, and they're all going to be celebrity on celebrity action. No one wants to watch that. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Because because it's been done before. The thing is, to get it over the line, like E4 have done, to get it over the line, they've had to ultimately try and say, okay, how can we make sure this is going to be a hit? Oh, let's get celebrities to come and play as well. The problem that I have is 
at its core, people who watch the show now are, are not going to have, you know, if they want to try and target a younger market, they're not going to know what Games Master is unless their parents are into it, you know. So you're kind of catering to it and, and the parents are going to go, this is not the same show. This is very different. I don't know what your stance is on it, but I'm kind of a bit like, nah, well, you, so how does it work when you say that they're against each other? Because I don't remember this show. I don't know how you remember this show. I really don't remember Games Master. Did you have TV and Hull in the 90s? Is that what you say? <laughs> we had a black and white screen. <laughs> we, I had to wind up. People shouted things through a cup and the string just told us days later. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> shout out to Hull. Well, I love you guys. Uh, but I think, the, Thanks, I think, the, um, I think that the thing is with the show is it was, it was very iconic. And when you've got a show mm. that comes back, there, there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of pressure because you know, people are going to have reservations from the get-go because it's going to be like it's not the same as it used to be it's changed too yeah. much yeah and and i think the celebrities versus celebrities thing although it's a nice hook and it will get you know good numbers for that reason i think the heart of the show might get lost that's my vibe yeah um but i'm all for it you're getting again mainstream getting gaming in some capacity on mainstream telly i think is fantastic in any so way the debate is now isn't it it's do you want to be on tv or do you want to be on twitch now or do you want to be on youtube like there's 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 an actual debate to be had there mm. as, as regards to where's going to get you the most eyeballs. Now, it seems as though this um, Games Master reboot is going to be shown on E4's YouTube channel first yeah. before yeah. being broadcast on E4, which is obviously a very much a, a 2021 decision, and, and it's probably a decision in the... In the uh, in the right way, going in the right way. But are they are they covering are they covering themselves? Thinking, okay, well, let's broadcast this on our main channel. If the views are absolutely Killer. horrendous, oh, right. let's yeah, just yeah, yeah. not put it on the main TV. That that could be a thing. That, I mean, could they do that? I don't think. They could, I, I have no idea. I'm just. I'm just. This kind of thing is is uh, E4 are really investing in kind of digital kind of like video content of some degree, and I think this yeah. is it's really promising that there's more gaming involved because that is great. But it's whether or not I guess the kind of the test is can you bring back an old an old classic like this? Can you revive it? And then do you know what we need to do, mate? We need to bring back the Big Breakfast, you and I. Do you remember the Big Breakfast, the TV program? Oh man, that is what we should bring oh, back, mate. That was a great show. Do you know what? We're talking a lot about things coming back. Yeah. Have you heard about the Home Sweet Home Alone? I've heard, I saw the title for it, but I haven't I haven't researched the new Home Alone film, but I'm going to put it out there, mate. I'm I'm not hopeful. Macaulay Culkin has confirmed that he's not going to be involved. Of course he's not, mate. He's passed with it. Disney's reboot Home he Sweet. He doesn't need home it. Alone. He doesn't need it. Well, I mean, he could have been the dad. In my opinion, like, just put him in as a dad. It is. <laughs> the dad. But, uh, I think the way this is going to work is, it is a, I think it's, I don't know if it's a film or a TV show. Why would we bring, why would we bring back a classic? But Disney Plus, whenever they bought, what did they buy? It was like a 20th Century Fox. They bought that. Yeah, that must be it. Yeah, it must be. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Because Dyad was, they got The Simpsons, so, they got Walking Dead, they got all those shows now. Yeah, yeah. So Home Alone's been rebooted, which is a, in my opinion, is a classic that just should just be left. Oh my let, god! Let's, um, I mean, let's, just not... let's just highlight what a classic Home Alone one and two are. People say, "Oh, Home Alone one's better than two, and vice versa." Mate, for me, they both are equally as fantastic. I don't know about you, but now the weather's getting a bit colder, hmm. and because Christmas last year, for obvious reasons, you know, we was in the in the heart of a pandemic at the time, like. We wanted. We had to have very strange Christmases, right? Mm. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to bypass Halloween and just get right to the Home Alone binge watching and, oh, and right, eating yes. and, and just get right into Christmas now, yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I. The thing is, Halloween different for me. Young kids, Raf's buzzing. 
He wants he wants Halloween. He wants to kind of dress oh, right. up. Okay. He's, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm there. I'm I'm definitely there. I mean, this would you believe it? This year, FNCS season eight, which is coming up at Fortnite Championships, the the, the grand final day is on Halloween. So uh, yeah, so um, we might dress up for the broadcast. We'll have to wait and see. But the main oh, final is on that day. Yeah, it'd be sick. So that's so it's it's a bit different because obviously with Fortnite as well, they 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 they've had to compact this whole season into like basically three weeks because yeah. in the winter period they have like Winter Royale, like the Grand Royale, like tons of like big events and stuff. I actually last night was saying how I cannot wait for Christmas just because yeah. it is like last year we had a baby like three days before Christmas, so I couldn't really enjoy christmas it was like christmas, i want to enjoy yeah. my baby being alive so that was another yeah i think that's i think that's a little bit bigger than yeah, bigger. A christmas bigger. yeah i think it's like the ultimate present isn't it yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty a christmas baby is pretty it's pretty bang on but so cool but now that he's um he's old enough you know to you know we, we're kind of in a place where we can really because i want i want everything man i want like the cheese board i mean the, the one of the biggest things you know obviously the, the turkey one of the big things to me is, is what we call picky bits if you call, do you call them picky bits? Like kind of like yeah, the bits that you just the, samo- yeah, the samosas and like kind of the, the scotch oh, eggs or the crisps or that kind of stuff. Olives or that kind of cheese and ham and all that kind of. Come on, yeah, now. that is like that's like for me that is more exciting than the Christmas lunch. It's it's the evening picky bits. picky bits, right? I always on Christmas, right? I will have my big whack Christmas dinner, and it's just obviously always turkey, always turkey. Yeah, yeah. Some of the meats get sometimes get thrown in the mix, but I'm a turkey man. And it's lit. Yeah. And then later on in the night, every single Christmas, I will put together my secondary Christmas meal and it's like leftover turkey stuff in applesauce sandwich. Sometimes there are some wet vegetables, but I'm willing to take one for the team and just smash them. Yeah, me too. You should smash them all the time. You don't want to waste a soggy veg. I'm putting out there right now the most goated vegetable in, at Christmas dinner. Sprouts. That, do you know what? I am a big sprout aficionado. I'm a big sprout fan. I would yeah. go as far as saying... Honey roasted parsnips, mate. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. Anybody who looks at a parsnip and turns their nose up, right? Is a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, if you listen to this right now, don't like your parsnips. Yeah. Sam says you're a dick. You're a dick, babe. I was going to say you deserve a slap across the face. Okay. Either way. Either way. You get the message. You get the picture. You get the picture. You should be enjoying it because... Yeah. I, sometimes I've been known to mistake a nice parsnip for a chip once, right? For a what? For a, a chip. You've a mistaken potato. a parsnip for a chip. That's how much I enjoyed it. And your I was parsnips just in the gonna zone. be dark, man. They, they must have been like like burnt to a crisp. It was a pass chip. A pass, a pass chip. Brilliant. Yeah, but it was. Um, I, I, I feel like we're, we, we're burning through all of our Christmas content when it's only October. But we're gonna get. <laughs> this, we is keep... the pre, this is the pre. This is the pre-show. This is the Christmas pre-show in October. <laughs> I'll tell you what, right? If you are listening to this and you're getting excited for Christmas, I imagine that one of the things that will be on a lot of people's minds this holiday season is: Can I this time around finally get a PS5? And I've got a question for you here, Sav, right? Go, bro. I think the luster and the uh, magnificence and the, um, I'm trying to think of the word, the aura that came with this whole spectacle of trying to get a PS5, mm-hmm. and if you got mm-hmm. it, I think people's patience has worn thin with it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to see bigger sales for your Xboxes and your OLEDs, Nintendo Switch OLEDs this Christmas than you are your PS5s. Mm. Because I think people, if I was still hunting, if I'm a, just, you know, I couldn't get a PS5, 
And I've had it. I've had my PS5 for how long have you had yours? Six months, maybe. It can't have been that long. I'm I, not I sure. got mine launch day. So you know, it's in November. Was it November last year? It was November last year. November 10th. Crikey, Moses. Okay, so we've both had our PS5 for a year, pretty much. Yeah. I would be going. I don't want one now. Do you know what, mate? It's a good point you make, actually, because I. I mean, maybe maybe I'm, we're in fortunate positions because we have one, right? So we we got we got lucky. We 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 didn't get hooked up or anything. We literally just sat there and managed to get lucky buying one when they were available. I was an Argos boy, you know. I, I got from I Amazon the nuts out of mine, mate. I Amazon Prime <laughs> that puppy. Um, but I, yeah. but at the same time, like I think about the PS5 that I've that I've got and I have, and maybe I'm being a little bit. I, I, maybe maybe I'm not kind of fully appreciating if I've not had one the lustful one like you mentioned, but having had one now for this period of time, I'm not I'm not actually that like enamoured with it. I haven't been kind of oh like. Oh my god! I'm about to drop a bomb. Go on, here we go. I'm gonna sell it. No, you're not. I'm I'm genuinely considering selling my PS5 for Boom. for what for what? Not another. I want, another to say, I want a Series X. Oh wow! Okay, right. So you're. In, this is interesting. So you want to go? You want to? We had a mass. We had an episode a while back. We were saying yeah. PS5 versus Xbox, yeah. and you and you were mugging your mate off because he got he did exactly that. I've heard rumors that the new Halo Infinite doesn't play in 120 frames per second on the Series S, which is what I've got. And I just want. I, I know I could play it on my PC, mm. but I just like laying back, kicking back with my feet up, and playing video games in my living room. Just you know, call me old school. Yeah, that's just how yeah. I, that's most of the time how I like to game. Yeah. And um, I also think that Game Pass offers, we had this debate once, but a lot more than PlayStation Plus. Mm -hmm. Agreed. And I think that the exclusives up and coming for the Xbox Series X um, are better than the PS5 exclusives that are on the horizon as well. Interesting. That's, I, mean, so, I, mean, I mean, it was only yesterday actually I was talking about kind of Halo Infinite because it is, it is, I think, December 8th. It's going to be so good. December 8th, though. The thing is, though, is I, do you, are you playing it for the campaign or for the multiplayer mode? I, I, I'm definitely, so my plan is, right, because I've got the Master Chief Collection. Uh, before December, mm -hmm. I'm going to play Halo 1, 2, 3, and I'm going to play Reach, play through all of them, and then get, you know, go through 4 and 5, whatever it is. I can't remember what number we, we got up to. Mm -hmm. Halo 5 was the most recent, wasn't it? Yeah. And then... I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get stuck into this infinite campaign, and then I'm gonna I want to I want to be sweaty online. Yeah, I want to be good this year. Yeah, I want I want people to go. Oh shit, it's Ian. <laughs> <laughs> oh I want, shit, it's Ian. Oh, here he comes. <laughs> and I, 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 that's never gonna happen. But I want to be the guy getting the lobby and people go. Oh shit, I, I, mate. Do you know what? <laughs> with um with the, the the difference is I and I tell you, I know what you're saying with the whole 120 FPS and you want to have that experience on a big screen for me mm. I tend to, I I do I love playing the story mode of any game I, I'm a huge campaign guy I love I love doing that but I do yeah. balance it a lot as well with playing a lot of competitive games and just because of the speed um I have a small, a smaller screen with a high frame rate, but it's a small screen. So I'm not, I don't have like the big kind of, I mean, there's friends of mine. I've got like the, the freaking uh, projector screens for games like, that just look amazing. But I, so for me, like that, the 120 FPS doesn't make as much of a difference to me anyway, regardless. Right, I get you. But at the same time, Halo's a game a series. I've not ever had this like a massive, um, you know, I've never had like a massive, relationship with with the series in general but i think yeah. that there are a lot of games coming out which do look really exciting and really interesting um mm. i talked about one that came out this week back back for blood which came out literally a few days ago do you, have, you, have, you, have you seen any of this at all yeah this is i've seen bits of it i need to know more details because it's 
It's a zombie game, right? Yeah. So it's so it's a it's a game that came out. So it's it's a team based um, survival game. So you, so think of it like you get a mission, and you've got to survive and do all the, the tasks to kind of you know complete the said mission. Um, but it's very much like it, it's a team based game. You have to play as a team, otherwise you'll get just absolutely slaughtered. Like so, you got to yeah. find um, the resources are limited. Um, there's like you know there's traps everywhere. There's like different types of zombies. But the the beta came out and everyone was like, this is actually pretty solid. And it came out yesterday. And I'm watching a lot of people. And I've, I've watched bits. Of, I've, I've not got the game, but I've watched a lot of it online. And dude, it yeah. looks it looks like a lot of fun. If you've got a good squad together, which is what you know, I don't have many friends. I haven't got many gaming huh. friends. So the one, the, so so I, I tend to play a lot. Of game solo so i think if that experience was like that and i didn't have a, like a team like a trusted teammates to play with regularly I was, I was relying on kind of like random lobbies i can't see it being as fun because the trolls might get in and make it like a really rubbish experience and also you just you, you know i tend to whether it's you know fortnite call of duty any of those games where you end up in a squad hmm. i do when it's people i don't know i do just tend to go off like headless chicken and do my own thing yeah <laughs> yeah, gun, yeah gung-ho well, that's exactly yeah. how I am as well. Yeah, yeah. But if you, you're right, if you can get like a squad around you of your good friends where you actually communicate and want to succeed, it's a different type of game, isn't it? Yeah, and I and I, and I totally understand why people love if they've got a good community of mates or, or gamers that play together. Why why those games are so great and why playing as squads is so fun because you do have that yeah. rapport. You're doing something together. I get that, but I think it's it stems from just not having that kind of same. Community, I've obviously got tons of people that kind of watch on on you know different platforms and things, which is amazing. But actual core mates like yourself to play with on the regular don't really have that as much because life, mate, you know, and as I mentioned, yeah. family life is and mad. you're a man with kids, it's, yeah, there you go. Mental. But at the same time, like you know, I dabble when I can. I, I at the moment I can't find time to even pick up a controller and I play anything. It's been it's been bonkers. But I like what you're saying about the OLED switch though. That sounds actually pretty pretty dope. I need to get more into my my, my, my switch again. It's just that I don't commute as much anymore, so it's like I don't have time to really play the thing. Yeah, I think I think for me, it's just trying to find it's just trying to find times to play to play. Uh, like it's, I mean, I guess I guess I could definitely get more into. A friend of mine the other day was saying that he hasn't played he hasn't played a a, a gaming console since he had a Sega Game Gear, and I was like, dude, what? That is like early nineties tech. Like it, we've moved so far past that now. That he's is, still rocking it, bro. He's still rocking it. It's funny, like you know, when I said about me playing football uh, last night, like people are going, "Oh, you, where, what are we doing in Denmark?" And I try and explain, and it's it's that same old thing, like, "Oh, I, I've still got my PS2 in the loft." It's like, ah, oh, we live so differently, bro. Yeah, like it's like, come on, mate. You gotta have you gotta have a top tier gaming system somewhere. I mean, just 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 on the fly, just to have you know. I think having a gaming PC as well has really changed my life, like because it's like I can yeah. I can do to have the kind of quality to kind of play. Yeah, top spec games as well as like you know um i'm blessed though having the ps5 as well i'm kind of rely i'm more of a console gamer so i kind of rely on that but having yeah. like a, a pc as well could it just extend your library of things you could get um but at the same time I, I i you know recently trying to get find time to stream as well like to play anything have you did you see all the kind of the leaks on on twitch last week yeah crazy oh my god oh yeah. my god did you see like i think the top i think the top earner was it was xqc is one of the biggest streamers I think it was exposed that he made like 750k in one month dollars. Everyone was like, "What, mate?" What? All, all I can say is, you know, like fair play, bro. Yeah, fair like, play. Yeah, yeah. I also think it's unfair that 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 got leaked. Like, cause yeah, it is, it is. Yeah, it isn't any of our business ultimately, is it? So no, it's um, but it's it's it is. I it's frustrating because it's like people are always going to do that though. People are always going to try and find ways of of not just hacking but just causing causing a shitstorm online 
who want to do yeah. that. They want they want to go. You know, people because we live in an age as well where negative negativity is equally as valuable as as positivity in some ways. Like people make bad comments because yeah. they know they'll get more noticed and get more. Of course. Yeah, it, and it's it's like. That's, a that's lot of really times it's a cry for attention from people who, and then and then if they get the attention, if it gets found out who they actually are, and it's a com- they immediately just retract their comments because all they ever really wanted was people to interact with them, and it's it's really sad. And that, and there's obviously layers and and bits and pieces behind the reasons why you've got negativity online, but it's why I'd really limit my time on Twitter. I only go on there when I want to when there's something I want to read about because I know something that's happened or I want to get involved with the conversation. That's the only time I go on Twitter now. I don't mindlessly scroll anymore i'm yeah. done with it yeah it's I mean, and it's, it's i think it's healthy as well to kind of like, like like log off your phone and just not use it for like a little bit just kind of just have a breather um it can get a bit overwhelming for sure i was just just wanted to to say i did want to say this at the start of the podcast but if we've got any um siege fans out there you might have seen the really sad news that kickstart i the, saw um, that yeah the siege commentator that. michael stockley passed away um earlier earlier this week it was it's it's um it sent shockwaves through the scene really yeah it, the siege scene and I think just um in general lots of you know the the broadcasting side of um, esports the team involved with siege and beyond have all real come together because he was um by all accounts from everyone I've spoken to and and what I've seen of him in the past number one he was a stellar you know caster and he was unbelievable at what he's, he did in his craft mm-hmm. but. I think the main thing about this guy is people loved him and he was really supportive of the people. Do you know, we spoke at the start of this podcast about how, you know, we like to support each other. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there, are, there are, it seems as though, as you'll see online from the, the, the um, you know, the respect that's been shown to him is that he was always there for his colleagues and it was, he was very much a source of light and hope and, and support rather than any of the negative stuff that we've been talking about. So I just wanted to briefly mention his name because I know there'll be people listening to this who know, um, about him and who he was and the tragedy that came um, came about this week and it was very unexpected you know he was streaming on the day and I know a lot of his fans were looking forward to seeing a lot more of him in, in the years and, and decades to come but more importantly I know his family and friends were, were hoping for a long life with him so I just wanted to say rest in peace to him and I hope his family and friends are, are doing as well as possible in his horrendous time like yeah well said mate uh, so I saw that too and it was it was a real shock because I mean, this is a guy who was nominated for an esports award this year I think as well like you know lots was, of lots yeah. of like you know a really pivotal um uh human being in the scene who everyone absolutely sure. loved so it's uh it, yeah it's it's terrible news i think i think it is good to to have like the support as you mentioned from from people and as we say each week you know we do kind of always big each other up and support you and that's yeah. that's why i think we have the 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 friendship we do is because we kind of are both in the same kind of position and you, and the same thing for, for him and his esports colleagues as well. You kind of, have, yeah. you're in, you're in the, you're living this life, you're doing this together, you go through the same experiences and you have to, you, and you have a, you kind of have this natural connection because of it. So it's beautiful. And, and, you know, like, and I'm sure that a lot of his friends experience this with him and, and the same way that I want to make sure that the people who spend time with me, not just, you know, um, within our industry, but beyond it, like I come away from it thinking that was a positive experience. Yeah. Like, do you know? And that's, that's the vibe I get from you. And I hope that, you know, you listening have that experience with lots of people you spend time with, because this just goes to show once again, you don't know how long you're going to be here as, as, um, as sad as that is. So as, as long as we are here, it's nice to spend it with, 
wonderful people, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And that's that's what I think we've missed from like, you know, the last year, that's what's been so tough, I think, with, with the pandemic as well. To not yeah. to not be able to be with people in person and to have mm. that. And that's why I was like, I was proper envious of your time in Copenhagen because I was like, I obviously know some of the people that you were there with as well. And yeah. I was like, oh, no way. Dude, I've got serious FOMO right now. But that, but because you because you want to be around people that you um, you want to be around people in general, like audiences, colleagues, the production teams. Like it's, it changes it's my entire oh, mindset, man. And, and it's not just you know, not just professionally. Just whenever I find myself back in an environment where I'm around people again, it lifts my entire energy up by hundred percent. Yeah, you know, it's being back around people. And you know what, Sav, we've never met. And when the time comes, I'm going to hug this. <laughs> I'm going to hug. I am going to hug this bad? shit out of you, bro. I want you to sign my picture of you scratching your bum, like that tennis photo of that girl. I want you to do the same. That's that's on my bedside table. Can I sign my right ass cheek? Yeah. Absa flipping Luli. Big, big bold. But um, no, I mean, we, we want to say to you guys as well, listening as well, like we, we Ian and I, we, we always say about um, our um, social um, accounts as well, be it Twitter, or Instagram, like, absolutely reach out to us say hello you know we can we're all we we work in this business i'm sure there's lots of people out there who want to get into it in some capacity or you're so or, right yeah who love gaming and just want to kind of do because a lot of people will listen to this podcast who don't necessarily have as much of a relationship with games as they used to they kind of find out what's going on there or thereabouts yep. loosely through the podcast so be it that or just kind of like you know just, or just kind of saying hello yeah because the thing is right everybody's journey into into esports and, and gaming especially on the broadcast side of things from everyone i've met everyone's journey seems to be very different so like if you are looking to get involved and you want some advice you want some pointers then i'm me and me and adam i'm sure can give you you know advice based on our experiences and our journey but we've also spoken to lots of different people on the way that have came through different routes so I'd yeah. like to think we can help out. Definitely. There's, and there is, that's exactly right. There is not just one route into games and esports. There are no, so there many are different avenues. Thousands. It's mental. Like, yeah. it's absolutely mental. And things come up sometimes and you kind of go, okay, I'll do that. And you look back and think, how the hell did I make that even happen in the first place? Because, and you and you build your network. You, it, there, there are so many different ways to get in, but it's, um, yeah, we, we were always, we're like open books, bro. Do you know what the best, um, this this is sound like I'm preaching a lot today, but I will say that I genuinely believe the best path to building and growing in in anything in life is by being a good positive person. And I know that's a really generic thing to say, but it really helps you out along the way. Mate, it makes, it makes a huge difference to be, to be, to be an optimist, to be a guy. Cause I think if the moment you have a glass half empty, um, that's when things start to get very bleak. And start to get very hard. I think yes. you, I think you've got to have a positive mindset to succeed. In and general. we've both been there, bro. Oh, dude, there are times. We've both been there. There are times where I, I felt like really down in the dumps, and I know that if I continue on this path, I'm never going to get out of it. And I'm, you know, so you kind of have to lift yourself back up and put yourself back out there again. And you so. can't refill the glass in one day. By the way, it's no. it's a it's a gradual. You know, yeah. sometimes it's drop by drop. But as long as you're on that journey, on filling the glass back up, whether it's a drop a day. Yeah. then that's you're in a you're in a good place it's, it doesn't happen overnight but you know we, we preach a lot like with some sort of like mega successes you know we both always have our, our self-doubts every day yeah um you know it's not all it's not all uh rosy over here all the time is it brother no it's not indeed um and so very soon ian and i'll be releasing our ian and sav do um <laughs> yoga and <laughs> other forms of uh mental stability i like health. when we get serious your it's, voice changes to, to more it's like more sexy barry white style i go a I bit like i go it. a bit deep uh, kind of feels a bit more kind of feels a bit more kind of you know just authority like soothing. Wait, people do these books now where like they're falling asleep and there's like a celebrity goes hi there 
This is Tom Hardy. How are you, governor? Let's oh get you God. to sleep. That's the kind of like that happens now. That's a thing. I'm not even joking. That actually made me want to go to sleep. That was good. That is, did it really? Yeah, You're just yawning because I'm boring. <laughs> oh, no, uh, guys, thank you for <laughs> watching. Um, thank you for listening to uh, the podcast as always. Uh, it's absolutely brilliant. And we, you know, we, every week we're kind of just covering kind of an array of topics, but you know, we talked about yeah. freaking Christmas. I can't believe it. But um, yeah, get in touch with us. Stay in touch with us on socials. Uh, all the details are there in the bio. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Savage Situation. Bye-bye for now. A massive thanks to you guys for listening to this episode of the Savage Situation Podcast. It's been so much fun. Uh, do as well. Make sure to check out the YouTube videos. Mentioned this at the beginning. We have all these videos of the, the episodes on YouTube. We also have as well highlight clips. So make sure to check it all out. Savage Situation Podcast. You can find us on Twitter, on Instagram. You know, we want to grow this community as big as we can. And you guys have been so supportive so far and it's going to get bigger, better, faster, stronger. Thanks so much for listening. Take care and we'll see you next week. That's right, on the next one. Take care for now. Thank you and bye-bye.